Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am, of course, your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long in the month of May, well, we're calling it Mindful May. And so we're talking not only to experts in mindfulness and meditation, but other people that are concerned or talented in the areas of mental health. In other words, we're trying to take this month as a great opportunity to sit back, maybe give ourselves a little bit of a break in life and remind ourselves that being in the right mental headspace is important. So my guest today, I think is going to have a very unique perspective on this. And uh, I, you'll know why as I tell you a little bit more about his bio. So Ben Winter certainly hasn't uh, been idle in his life, so I don't think you can ever call him lazy. A few years out of college, he started doing things and going places that he never would have expected. He did a lot of traveling. He grew a lot, as you know, most of us do in those years. Got married, had a child, had a divorce, again, like most of us did during those years. <laughs> he was uh, also began getting interested in entrepreneurialism and inspiring others. Now, I don't know why he's done this, but I hear that he has flown an airplane all on his own, which I barely get on one on my own. He's also been scuba diving in the Galapagos. He's seen the animals of Tanzania and traveled all over Europe where they get this. This is going to probably explain why mental health is, is uh, our topic for today with a six-month-old child in tow. <laughs> so I don't know how he kept saying during that, but I'm pretty impressed. Now, this is what we're really going to focus on today. He's performed improv for over a decade. He's acted in several plays and even a movie, and he's also quite the experienced business owner. So this is, I think, the heart of what we'll talk about. His biggest passion is exploring the mind. And all of his personal work, growth work, the one constant that he found was that everything pretty much stems from the mind. Between personal growth and improv, he found this weird realm called expectations. And while many people would shy away from such a thing, he decided to tackle it on just going right at it. So he, he came up with this line, and I know we'll talk about this more. Along his journey, he decided that the only reason anyone gets upset is because an expectation hasn't been met. And I could not agree more. Ben, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. It's always fun hearing the bio from somebody else's point of view. <laughs> about what other people find really intriguing about all the little things that we put in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I think it's really important this month, too, because talking about you know, mindfulness, mental health, you know, just kind of giving ourselves a break. That whole realm of expectations is pretty big. But so I gave some highlights. So now in you and your own words, tell us a little bit about you, your business and how, how you help people to shock their potential. Yeah. So my business is called Success Improv. And it's where I actually take those things that I've learned in improv and have enjoyed over over my life with improv and I teach it to kind of the masses. And in most cases, that looks like team building within corporations and stuff like that. So, um, but throughout the entirety of, of teaching that uh, I kept coming up with this whole scenario around expectations and 
that saying that you you put up there the only reason anybody gets upset is because an expectation hasn't been met and so that alone drove me to okay so that's great saying it's true but what do I do about it mm-hmm. and I just sort of kept building from there I built uh, the flow chart that we'll talk about several times and from there I was like well there's obviously more depth than just a flow chart so I wrote a book about it and uh, it's called what to expect when having expectations and that's I really just enjoyed diving into that situation. And it's so important for people to understand why they get upset uh, because there's a reason for it and it's okay. It's just, most people don't make it okay. (laughs) So, yeah. Well, and I imagine that would be not only expectations of other people or expectations about work, you know, work experiences, but also expectations of ourselves. Oh, absolutely. I mean, so many times we're upset with ourselves for not doing what we said we were going to do. And, Mm -hmm. but yes, expectations of others and having never even spoken to them about it, how can we get upset with them if we didn't even know we had an expectation and we hadn't shared it with them in the first place. So, yeah. Or maybe we didn't even fully realize what our expectations were. You know, sometimes you get really frustrated with someone and you're like, "Ah," and then you're like, wait a minute, I didn't really know that was the most important point until they just screwed it up in my mind anyway. <laughs> exactly. And I, and that's the big, the big key to all of this is that most of the time we didn't even know we had it until we we're upset. And that's where it really comes into exploring the mind. This is a great opportunity, getting upset, explore the mind, uh, you know, use that as a moment in time to say, Ooh, I'm upset. I can do something different. I can learn. Yeah. And I like how you talk about um, using this improv work as, you know, kind of AKA team building, because throughout my career, I've led sales teams and sales organizations. So when we would work things through, we would call it, um, uh, oh gosh, now I just had a total mind melt. Uh, We're going to like, we're going to, we're going to practice. We're going to role play. That was it. We're going to role play. And the moment you say the word role play, everybody's like, oh, I hate role play. I suck at role play. I wish I would have learned earlier on to say, today we're going to do improv. Oh, no, no. They, they get just as upset about that word, too. <laughs> That's probably true. I'm not a stand-up comedian. Yeah. No, it's like improv. Oh, God. I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well your boss did. So there you yeah, go. <laughs> exactly. So what do you? what kind of things do you do with people to help them work through their expectations? So oftentimes I'll direct them first and foremost to the, the flow chart that I, that I give to people just because I think it's so helpful. And, you know, I'll tell people it's okay to be upset because, you know, oftentimes in society, we're like, don't get upset. Don't get upset. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not get upset? It's what you do with that moment in time that really matters. Because if you choose to just be upset and stay there, it's not productive. You're not getting anything out of it. Nobody else is getting anything out of it. We're all just upset and and now you're in a new YouTube video on social media. Okay. <laughs> you know, cause everybody's got their phone out. You're going to be on social media when you're getting upset around everybody else. But if you take that moment in time to say, okay, I'm upset. Uh, I didn't know that I had a reason to be upset until it just happened. So let me take a step back and explore. And whether that's the expectation we had of somebody else or of ourselves, and it's just not happening at the moment that's when we can sort of work through that flow chart and say, well, Hey, did I know I have that expectation? No. Okay. We'll explore it. That's a great moment in time. Where did that expectation come from? Did it come from my parents? Um, am I trying to be like my parents when I said I never wanted to be like my parents? 
uh, oops, well, this is happening right now. So um, you can take that moment to explore where the expectation came from and does it serve you at the moment? Because if it doesn't, what are you going to do with it? And so, you know, from there, once you realize, okay, I had this expectation, it serves me. I want the other person or myself to really understand it and agree with it. Now I have to actually have that conversation with somebody else. Mm -hmm. And that can be scary for people to say, oh, I have this expectation of you. I need this from you in this relationship. Mm, that's a scary thing because what if they say no? Right, right. And, you know, that's, that, that's another portion. If they don't agree to it, then it becomes a negotiation. And you have to agree like, okay, this is what I want. This is what you want. How can we come to some middle ground? And, and that's what, you know, there's this thing that we suck at in society these days. It's called communication. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. It's, it's us communicating uh, about what we want from each other and from ourselves and then negotiating when it's not in alignment. So I, I, um, when I was leading large teams, I did not realize that I was doing this until one of my people pointed this out to me, but I called one of my members of my team and I said, Oh, Hey, um, I want to make sure we have um, some time scheduled next week because there's a couple of things that I want to talk about with you. And so I'm like, so, you know, do you have Thursday at whatever? And so we got, we agreed to the time and she said, she got real quiet. And I said, what's the matter? And she goes, is this going to be a difficult conversation? And <laughs> I said, um, probably. Why? And she goes, because I always know that it's going to be something that you're going to tell me when I need to do something differently when you say it's going to be a difficult conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, I like to just set expectations of the meeting. <laughs> yeah. Got to get, got to know what you're getting into. So, <laughs> and I, you know, I always told him like, I don't have difficult conversations with people who aren't worth my time. You know, if you're not going to make it as one of my employees, you know, cause I've tried at that point in time, then I'm not going to have those anymore with you. Or if you're a person I don't want in my life, I'm just not going to have those difficult conversations with you. Cause I don't want to anymore. <laughs> but if I actually have one, it's because I do care about the outcome but I want to prepare you for it because I don't want to blindside you with, you know, I mean, we've all had those conversations where somebody's like, you know, I love you, but I hate every single thing about you and your mother. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay, now what do we do? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's, I think it is important that we recognize what those expectations are because if we don't recognize them before, it's very difficult to communicate them effectively with other people. Exactly. Um, but with the same, the same notion that most of the time we don't know that we had the expectation until it's going unmet. It's a, it's one of those things to practice on a regular basis. Okay. I'm upset, but have I, sh did I even know? And have I mm -hmm. shared? And most of the time we didn't even know. So we have to take a step back and stop being upset for at least a, a second and say, what's going on? You know, every time I'm driving in traffic, I have to run through this flowchart several times because it's like, it's not realistic for me to have an expectation that everybody knows how to drive. I mean, we all took a test, so yeah. there should be, but clearly yeah. the, the, the test is like any other test you learn for the test and then you forget it the next day. So, <laughs> well, exactly. And some of us, it's been a while since the test. In fact, when I moved to a new state long ago, I had to take the, the written test again. I'm like, why? I mean, I've been driving for like 20 years and I passed, I mean, I failed. I failed the written test. They didn't make wow. me take a driving test. I had to take the written test and I failed the first time. 
And I remember thinking, well, why is that? And they go, did you read the book? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I said, I know. Yeah. And I totally messed up on like stupid signs on trucks, but there was the expectation. I expected that I could pass it. <laughs> and right. I was wrong. Well, I, I know when I was a teenager, like I, I took the driver's test and I didn't even, I didn't study the like alcohol portion, like how much can you drink? And cause I was 16, I wasn't planning on drinking. Like right. I had this like, goody goody, I'm waiting till I 21. So, and I'm not going to drink and drive. So why bother? Right. I didn't get those right. That's <laughs> so I was like, can't I just answer like, don't drink and drive and that's it like but no you had to have the specific information <laughs> <laughs> and so there again expectations we didn't know were had of us as well exactly well, then we're going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsor and we will be right back top dog learning group llc is a leadership change management and diversity inclusion consulting firm based in orlando florida but with top doggers aka consultants throughout north america and beyond they focus on training programs, both virtual and face-to-face, -face, keynotes and lunch and learns, group and one-on-one -on -one coaching, and off-the-shelf solutions. One such solution is their masterclass on the top three strategies to be resilient in times of change. This thoughtful self-paced online training will guide you through three tactics you can use immediately, not just to survive, but to thrive when change comes at you. Use the code RESIL50OFF for 50% off the program. Just go to bit.ly forward slash 3A5MLS6 and enter the code RESIL50OFF in all capitals to redeem your 50% off coupon. The link and code will be available in our show notes as well for easy access. Learn more today at topdoglearning.learningworlds.com. And we are back with Ben Winter. Ben, you know, this month, this was really important to me to have a whole series where we're talking about people who are really dedicated to helping people not only be aware of their own mental health, but the, the you know, the, their mindfulness, part of their, you know, the part of the things that we can control, but we don't often think about it. And, you know, this whole concept that you deal with is, you know, understanding expectations, making sure we recognize our own expectations, communicating those expectations really does affect people's, you know, their mental health, their ment feelings of being mentally secure or happy, you know, so when you start to dive into this with some of the people you're working with, do you uncover a lot of stuff that people go, wow, that's some deep seated stuff I didn't know I had? You know what I do? I unlock a door for them and they, they're the ones that get to explore it. And those that choose to do come up with some pretty amazing realizations over time. Um, you know, most personal growth, and I would say all personal growth, if you really look at it, is really somebody else holding up a mirror for you. Mm -hmm. And if you want to grow, you're going to look at that mirror. If you don't want to grow, you're going to turn away from it. And that's just the nature of personal growth. And, and so all I've done is I've, I've put up a, a mirror over here on the side that says, have you looked at it from this perspective before? And that's all I've done with for, for people when it comes to uh, looking at expectations and looking through personal growth through improv. And it's, uh, you know, we improvise every moment of every day of our lives, but people don't realize there are rules to improv. And if you follow those rules, it's no different than following, you know, the rules that Tony Robbins sets out for uh, personal growth or 
Zig Ziglar, you know, any of them, they're setting a foundation of things that you can do to grow as a person. Improv is the same and exploring expectations again is it's nothing new. It's just said differently from a different perspective at a different angle. And that can be pretty profound for somebody because, you know, for somebody to grow, they just need that one thing that looks better to them for growth than the other thing. Because some people don't like Tony Robbins and he gets results, but they might like Bob Proctor and he gets, you know, Mm -hmm. same stuff just said differently. You know, and that's that's the beauty of it is whether this works for somebody or not, it's just another way of looking at yourself in the mirror. And I, I think yeah. it's a great and easy way to do it because we all get upset. We all recognize we get upset. And if we don't want to be upset, here's a great opportunity to use something different. That's really true. I always say the same. I tell people you have a mirror, just pretend it's a mirror at your hand and you, you know, you carry it around with you, you can look at it all the time. But in order to grow, sometimes you have to look at it and see things that you wish you didn't see. But until you see it, you can't change the reflection in there. You can't change what that outcome is. And it is tough for people. Um, but it, I think the more you do it, like you said, the more you practice it, you're practicing it every time you're driving in your car. The more you practice it, the better you get at it. And the less stressed you are because you're operating from more of a, a, a vantage point of realistic expectations. Yeah, it's funny as you're talking about that. I was like, personal growth is kind of like a teenager with with acne going on. And the more you practice personal growth, the more like, you know, proactive and stuff you're putting on your face and getting rid of those zits. And it's, you know, you just start looking better over time. And yeah, uh, you know, it's just really funny. So yeah, so when you want to start personal growth and you look in that mirror, you're like, oh, I'm that pubescent teen with acne. Oh God. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody wants to look at that when they're a teen, but you know, it's there. You got to look at it so you can take care of it. Yeah. And most teenagers have it just like most adults at some point in time, don't have realistic expectations. Exactly. (laughs) Pretty much. I never really thought about that from the acne standpoint, but you're absolutely right. The practice is practicing the good behaviors that will lead to better outcomes. But the less, and the less stress gets rid of the acne too, because stress and acne are very much linked together. So good God, I would never go back to be a teenager again for crying out loud. (laughs) No, my son, my son is about to turn 12 in August and he's starting to notice changes. And I'm just like, oh, "Oh, it's starting. Oh boy. Oh boy. God help you. Yeah. And he's like, how long is this going to last? I'm going to like years, dude, just get oh. ready for it. Oh yes. Years. I know. I think if there's only, if there was one time I could go back, there is my 19th birthday in college. I would go back to that night. Cause that was really fun. My friends threw me a great party and I didn't, it was probably the one day, at least in my memory that I didn't worry. Was I too fat? Did I have too many pimples? Did I have enough friends? It was like 75 people in a dorm room you know, drinking things out of waste paper baskets that, you know, we shouldn't have been drinking because, you know, we weren't 21. But uh, other than that, all good choices for the rest of my life. Of course. <laughs> I love it. Now, a couple of things I just uh, just wanted to ask you just because they were kind of fun. I was reading some of the quotes, your Amazon reviews about your book. Why, what prompted you to put this down into a book and what is writing, written the, writing the book, the act of writing and publishing done for you? and done for your, you know, this, this mission of yours? Awesome. Good questions. So as I said, I, I came up with the idea that nobody gets upset unless um, they have an expectation going unmet. I said, okay, what do I do with that? 
there's obviously something there. Like, how do we get to the other side of that equation? And that's where the flow chart came in. Said, okay, you're upset. What do you, what process do you go through? And, you know, the, the thought of that is that as Einstein says, you can't solve a problem at the same level it was created. Well, if being upset is an emotional problem, you can't solve it emotionally. So a lot of people will go physically work out. They'll go on a walk. They'll mentally write down a list. This is a mental process of going through this flowchart. And, you know, I kept coming to these spots in the flowchart where, you know, you'd say no to a, to a question. Like, have you shared this expectation? No. Mm. Okay, well, that's one of those scary ports parts of like, I haven't shared it. Why haven't I shared it? Mm -hmm. And so I said, this, this flow chart has a lot more depth to it. So I need to write a book and, and fill in those blanks and those areas of depth. And so that's where the, the book came about. Cause it was like, well, there's so much to this. Let's write the book. And, uh, you know, to answer the other part of that question is, you know, somebody asked me the other day said, you know, if, if you were to, you know, die tomorrow, yeah, you know, would you have any regrets or, you know, one of those ex mm -hmm. one of those questions about life and death. And I said, you know what, I'd be okay because I got my words out. They're in a book. Uh -huh. It's out in the world. Mm -hmm. um, I have made a mark on this world. And if my book becomes successful 300 years from now, great. It's still valid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, hopefully it won't take that long, but you know, <laughs> it's kind of one of those things where I I'm okay with whatever happens from here on out. Cause I've got six books out there I've, I've been writing i've been getting what i think is valuable information for people to grow as and and have a better life it's in a, in a book so that's kind of where if nothing else that's the the beauty of writing a book is you have your words out there forever yeah, I agree. I agree. But it would be nice to, you know, get that bestseller status before, you know, it's 300 years from now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, then I know we're going to have all your contact information on our show notes, but just in case somebody wants to look you up right now, because they're really intrigued about how this may work for them or their company or for them individually, what's the best way for them to find you? So for like companies, I would head, have you guys head over to successimprov.com. Um, cause that's where the team building is. But if you just want to read more about the book, uh, head over to having expectations.com. I love it. Well, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Just to remind everyone it's okay to get upset. Don't let society say it's not, uh, it's, mm -hmm. and just remember to not stay upset, use it as a moment in time for an opportunity for growth. Uh, don't dwell on it. Don't get make other people upset because you're upset. It's it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> you know, don't to bring be them down the rabbit hole with you. Yeah, don't end up on YouTube because you were upset. Stop yourself and and you know download that flowchart. It's free. Put it on your fridge. Put it on your cubicle wall, your office wall. Put it everywhere. Just as a quick reminder, it's okay to be upset as long as I do something about it. Excellent. Ben, thank you so much for being my guest today. This was very, very valuable. Yes. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources, 
to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.